Welcome everybody for Courageous Conversations and with us today we have got Nikki Taylor who is a self-described laptop lifestyle freedom junkie which sounds like an awful lot of fun to me. Hi Nikki, welcome. Hi, thanks Leanne. So tell us a little bit about what you do. Um, Currently I'm a career mentor and, and a mentor for startups and business and I'm empowering anyone to own their own career journey. So I guess I've been through a fair bit of my own journey with my careers and um, recently transitioned from 17 years in recruitment to a career transition specialist or we'd call that a career mentor. Okay, so 17 years in recruitment. How long ago did you transition from that? Uh, Exactly the date, October 2017, I sold our real estate recruitment business. Um, So 10 years in real estate recruitment. Um, it's a long, it, I say it's a long story, you know, to, to sort of keep it keep it simple is, you know, by July 2017, I had reached a point in my, in my own career that I, I thought I'd had enough um, and I was working in, in real estate and recruitment, in recruitment, sorry, and um, I just reached a point where I just wanted to sort of pack it all up and just go and do something else. But for me, at the time, I was also mentoring some recruiters. So I was working with other other fellow recruiters in other states and working with them. Some were in real estate recruitment as well and working as their mentor. So, you know, as I was starting to do a little bit more of that, I could see where my passion was lying, which was the mentoring. And um, the business sold in, well, actually it sold very quickly. So from July, as I was starting to wean myself away from it and and, and I was putting a lot more love into another business or another, um, what I run as Inspiring Woman today, uh, I just decided that it was time just to sort of walk away. And when we had the sale of the business, it was kind of setting me free. Interesting journey, sold the business, which I'm sure there's many people listening here that have sold businesses as well, is... Um, I kind of wanted it back because I didn't. I didn't have any plan. I just just wanted to either. Well, what was I going to do? And and I didn't have a mentor at that time. I, I hadn't engaged in a mentor for the sale of my business to go. Okay, well, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? So you were you knew that you'd had enough of the real estate recruitment, but you were still doing some mentoring that you were loving, but you hadn't thought it through past no. just let me get out of the, the real no. estate recruitment. And, and I got out, I, I would how I refer it is I got in October 2018, which, I, you know, 17, sorry, I got out of the way. I felt like I got out of the way, stepped aside and then started to, um, you know, collect, collect what it is that I was going to be doing. I was living on the Gold Coast at the time with Richard. So Richard and I both sold our business and, and we've worked with a couple for 17 years. Um, so we've worked here in Australia for 10 years in the, in the same business. So we've both worked in different clients, but same business, same role. And, yeah, we both sort of thought, well, maybe we just go travel around Australia for six months, which is what we've done before, but we still needed an income. So it was, and we've done that before, but we did that freely with real estate recruitment. So for us, the mentoring organically started to just come along. And as it started to come along, the more recruiters I started to mentor, more career people would come to me. Um, And I just literally, so that would be probably, we're talking two years now, which was July. So I had just started LME. I created another model, which was LME recruitment and LME mentoring. Would you believe I actually started another recruitment company? And I was going to say, what are you I thinking? Know. And, and, you know, I think it was just a journey that I was, 
you know, I, it's like you want it, but you don't want it. Well, you have, you didn't have anything to fill that hole with, I guess. That's it. And uh, looking back now, where was my mentor? Where was my mentor? You know, and and it's been a journey. It's been a journey, but it's it's exploded to an amazing journey because I'm every single day. I absolutely love what I'm doing. And don't get me wrong, real estate recruitment loved every bit of it. But I just reached the point where I'd had enough. Enough is enough. So if you were mentoring yourself, if you could go, if you could go back in time and you were mentoring yourself, what would be, what would have the conversations been like that you would have had? I probably would have asked myself to determine what it is that I'd like to be doing, and start exploring my inner motivations, and really working out what was going to be fulfilling me. And how do you actually do that? I know I have a lot of conversations with my business coach um, who doesn't coach me, coaches um, our business owners within the Lang and Simmons network. Um, he is all about the why. Why do you do what you do? And I don't know that I'm very clear on my why. I know I like to help people. I know I get a lot of satisfaction out of seeing other people succeed and I genuinely care about people, but I don't know further than that. Does that make sense? I I absolutely get that. I got myself grounded. I needed to get grounded. So it was like, look, you know, I'm going to put it similar to, so I've got grown children. My my kids are 30 children, adults, 34, 32, and it was like when they had left home. So I hope people can understand when you sell a business and it's gone, it's gone. <laughs> there is no business. There is no recruitment. So for me, it was a big void. So so what I did, I actually, I actually engaged into a spiritual mentor, not a business mentor, um, and worked with her for six months. This is this is uh, going further along. Um, started yoga and meditation, and took that that to another level i cannot believe how many people are telling me about their meditation journey at the moment my meditation journey has been powerful i then then engaged while i was mentoring engaged into a mindfulness mastery coaching so when i joined that you know and i was you know again i keep going back to 17 years in recruitment i only knew recruitment of 17 years so for me going into this mindfulness mastery coaching that i started to do i was the there was it was a world there was 10 of us and it was a worldwide global network um, of 10 of us and there was only two australians myself and the the lady that was taking it so the rest were in mexico and the uk and singapore and and in nz and it was it was the most powerful group of leaders that i've worked with in my lifetime so that was life-changing for me so that literally got me grounded and and started to i was able to start implementing mindfulness coaching to my clients as well so which is which comes back to someone coming to me for a career change um it's not generally just the career or the boss or the industry that they're tired of some of them some of them just need to be grounded and 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 get that spark back and a little bit more self-love and yeah and a lot of more comes out of that and then the career change can start happening. And I guess a lot of people, you know, if I think about myself, for example, I've been in and around the real estate industry um, pretty much my entire career. So you start to think, okay, that's my value. Um, I, what else can I do? What else would somebody want um, from me? Or what else can I provide that somebody would value? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and when you've been in an industry for so not for so long for myself as well, is that you know, if you if that's although I know I wanted to help people and I want to serve people and I wanna 
look after myself. I've kept myself very balanced and I believe that that has been, um, you know, yes, I do have my up and downs, but I don't stay down long. It would be half an hour because I know what to do. I know the tools. I have tools and I don't need anything physically. I just need to go, you know, either sit in the sun or go down to the beach or walk on, you know, whatever, whatever does work for me. It's so important to know, right? It's so important to know what works for you. Exactly. And what I would share with a client may not be the same thing, but if I can find that, like you say, their why, and I can find what it is, we're all very different. So what is, what, what would give you peace for a couple of minutes? And if it's just sitting and breathing for two minutes, and if that can change your work day, then, you know, we can make that a habit and create that as a daily habit. And that's really what um, my, I have a very limited understanding of what mindfulness is all about, to be perfectly frank, but it's one of those things that I'm hearing about all the time. But my understanding of it is just really sitting in that that quiet and focusing on your breathing and just... And being present. Being present, yeah. And being aware. And the awareness is very, um, look, it's, it's being aware of what's going on around you and being aware of... If I just say if something is happening in your life and it's not working, then being aware of it and then working through that without judgment. So I learned a lot about the without judgment. So and and I have to say that even in the industry that I have worked in before, you know, the ego the ego was left behind with it. So it becomes a a whole new world for me. So a lot of balance. A lot of balance in my life and a lot of um, – and, and able to be able to deliver with my clients at a point where I'm in, I'm in a balanced situation. And, you know, I'm, I'm known in social media, so what you see on social media actually happens. You know, I'm not, it's not about – it's not an ego thing. It's more about, you know, 5 a.m. start for me every day without, without – that's without negotiation. And, um, and that's yoga, meditation, journaling, and then the beach every day. That's the joy of living in Queensland. You can get up at five o'clock because it's not so cold, right? Well, I have to say Christchurch, New Zealand, I was there last week or two weeks ago for a week and um, I stayed with my son and I'm a 5am so I still got up at five and we were walking at six in the morning at minus two and that was that was doable. I did it but I, I couldn't do it ongoing for a winter. That was, that was outrageous. We were the only ones on the street walking. So. Yeah, <laughs> the only crazy people I can well imagine. But it, it is about um, I've got morning rituals and, um, you know, involving exercise and breathing and, and setting my intention for the day and that kind of Beautiful. thing. But it's just really important that you um, you find the ritual that's for you, right? Absolutely. It can't – look, it's not by the book. Even my mindfulness training was not by the book. It was it, we were all ten people were very different, and we you know we all mentored each other as well, and we're what different worlds we all came from. Yet yet we could achieve the same result. And how powerful was that to be able to? My husband Richard, he also does the same. We we have the same we have the same ritual together. We're we're a team, a couple, and um, we we share that same routine. And even when he was living here, when he was here, sorry, and I was in New Zealand, it was just a beautiful thing that it's. Seven, I'm just going to think, yeah, 5 a.m. my time, he would let me know when he's going on, on his yoga mat because we always do yoga together. And so even on a virtual, oh, seriously? Yeah, virtual lifestyle of work, working in, in a different awesome. country, and we both work different, you know, we're, we're both working, so um, we were able to still create that same. If I suggested to my husband that we should do that, he would look at me as if I was completely mental, <laughs> completely. 
something we've done. And and he was yeah, on my great. journey with my mindfulness journey. So he was he was definitely on my journey with that. So it did, and we've both career changed. You know, we've both done a massive career transition. I believe when you've walked away from a business and started up another business. You know, it's been, yeah, absolutely amazing. And we're living in another, we're actually living in central Queensland. Um, so I'm here on the Gold Coast at the moment. So we, biggest challenge for me was eight months ago, we made a decision that we would actually move to central Queensland, remote regional. And um, I live on a river in a beautiful apartment on the river, very grounding apartment. But I have to be honest, it's, you know, I'm just unsure if it's where I, where, where I belong. So I'll see myself there till November and then we'll make a decision of where our next destination will be. But we are very fortunate that we can be like that. So, you know, we can work. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it sounds it sounds like you're um, able to make fairly major decisions. Yeah. It doesn't sound like you get paralysed yeah. by those decisions. Yeah, that's and that's a good thing. They don't need to be financial decisions. It's about what 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 serves us and where do we want to be where, where is it that, i'm actually up near where my grandchildren are so that's that's a um that's fabulous it's fabulous to be around them and let them see who i really am and um and i can still work around that but whether that's where i stay i'm not a regional girl love the experience it's, I, you know, as we say met a lady the other day who moved up to regional for from the gold coast and she said to me it's just a regional experience yeah, I can imagine it'd be great for um, for a period of time. I don't know that it would be me. I'm a I'm a bit of a city slicker, I'm afraid. I am too. Yeah, I'm a city girl. I'm definitely a city. Yeah. And so obviously you do your coaching over um, over Skype or uh, over the Zoom. phone? Yeah, over Zoom. Zoom, all, yeah. Yeah, all video. Um, the, we prefer video, 100% video. I'm working with a couple of clients while I'm down here on the Gold Coast and I've got clients in central Queensland that I see as well. And, um, and I'm face-to-face with clients in Rockhampton, which is further, further central. Um, and I'm working, I do a four-hour gig uh, in Rockhampton on a Friday with a group of people. Um, and that's all mentoring as well. And so how long does a, from a mentoring perspective, talk me through how that, how that works, how long the relationship usually goes, how you approach it, how you find your clients in the first place. So, the, so predominantly I'm a LinkedIn using LinkedIn. So LinkedIn, we also mentor um, individuals and in, in a lot in real estate, um, how to perform their, how to get their LinkedIn profile performing better than what it is. Um, so both of us are doing LinkedIn, uh, work, say LinkedIn coaching, LinkedIn mentoring. So that would take, a, that's a two set, two sessions. Um, so that would be done on shared screen via video. So that would be anywhere. I could be in Bali, they could be in wherever they'd like to be as well. So we can work together, whatever, on a shared screen. Um, And we're doing, uh, I think the difference with myself versus others that I tend to be, I'm more of an action girl, so I like things to be happening for them immediately. So I like to start actioning things, you know, straight away. Um, Some sessions would be uh, two, there's two, five and 10. So we, the 10 one is um, the 10. So it's 12 sessions, but we allow, um, you only pay for the 10 and that's a 90 day package. So that would be for anyone that's just wanting someone on the whole journey of three months. But generally we're going two, five and 10 is what we would normally do. I've got a client who's just renewing today. I've just finished with him now. Um, he's in business. So he came to me as a career changer, looking for a change in, in what he was doing and um, and what we've done is we've we've literally worked with him and and accelerated what he's currently doing rather than him stepping out. So 
So what we've done is we've built up a LinkedIn. I have I have virtual assistance teams working in the Philippines, and um, and I train Richard and myself train these guys, and we've used them in, in the last ten years. We've used them in recruitment, and we've used them for real estate agents. So there was no reason why we couldn't tap into our VAs, which we've done, you know, since we've been working in the mentoring business. So we've been training uh, training VAs as well. So we brought in. Um, a VA to work with him as well as someone on the ground to um, to work on his LinkedIn profile. So the, 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 the power of LinkedIn is to be, as a personal branding, and I'm, I know that you use LinkedIn yourself, um, LinkedIn is amazing, powerful, whatever industry you're in. I think for real estate agents, amazing. And, um, I think it's completely underutilised for real estate agents. Oh, it's, it breaks my heart. You know, two hours working with me and I will have you branded and have people calling you. So for career changes, I use it. So, so for my photographer, we he specialises in real estate. So we have got real estate agents being contacted and now they know who he is and what he does. And, and are they reaching out? Yes. So when we talk to real estate agents that come to us and say, you know, oh, yeah, I used my LinkedIn profile, you know, a few years ago. So, you know, re- reinventing it again is a good idea and not 130 connections, 500 plus, and, and branding the front cover. The front page is, is your branding. Um, no different to having coverage on your car. You know, if you're going to drive around in a, in a Hartports or a Ray White car, it's no, it's no different. If we want to look you up, I can look you up. So as a recruiter, we use LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn. I've used LinkedIn probably for 13 years. So if you use LinkedIn um, as a branding tool, whether you're a career changer, whether you're in real estate or in business, it can work in every way. It's a very powerful profiling. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I guess if, you know, as a real estate agent, for example, if you're spending time prospecting or door knocking or letterbox dropping or cold calling, why not spend time actually working on your LinkedIn profile and, and be prospecting um, in a 2019 way instead um, of a, you know, right. 18, a 1980 way? Yeah. We have the same theory with, um, which I talked to some clients about this, is that you could go into a networking room of 200 people with your business cards but are you going to meet the 200 people and is is the event going to take you an hour to get there is the event a 90 minute event when you've got I mean, i'm just guessing three and a half hours have just been taken up plus if you know for me i would need you know get myself ready and look fabulous sure. <laughs> exactly okay, so in, on linkedin i could spend two powerful hours building connections and connecting with ceos and um, example, on Saturday, I happened to look up a guy on Saturday because I saw something that he was advertising and he was a CEO of Command Recruitment and I decided to, um, I saw his phone number was on LinkedIn because I have access to all that back-end stuff and, and so does everyone else if you connect with people. And, um, and I text him and said, are you happy to take a call over the weekend? And he said, absolutely. So we had a conversation. So interesting how, you know, how easy that was. If I was in the street or in the networking event of 200 people and I wanted to go and tap on the shoulder of the CEO, am I going to have a conversation with them today? Probably Probably not. No. And it's very powerful for career changes. If career changes are looking at work, you know, seek's not the way to go. No, completely. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I used to say so last year, but I have to say it's so last 10 years in um, seeks you know these agencies that are you know in real estate that are putting all their ads up you know see in and i'll have to say there are some recruiters that i've seen that are consistently putting their ads up on seek you know it's it's not going to work don't build relationships with these people 
and get communicating. And you can do that yeah, on LinkedIn. Look, I completely agree. I do. I spend time every week um, on on LinkedIn. Not as much time as potentially I should and could, but I certainly do um, connect with people that way. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, and you have conversations as well. Yeah, absolutely, I do. With people. Yeah, yeah. brilliant, brilliant. And so that's where it becomes a very, um, you know, if you then picked up the phone a, a couple of weeks later, you know, hey, I was just chatting to you on LinkedIn and you have a conversation already. So that Yeah, exactly. It's not, yeah, people it's not feel like knocking. they know you. Yeah, and it's yeah. door knocking, is it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so tell me about Inspiring Women. Um, Inspiring Woman was launched about, and, you know, I do love the brand. It was launched for love of about four years ago, um, maybe four to five years ago, as a platform where I could have women share their stories, similar to what you're doing. So so what I was doing is the podcast version of five years ago. And I would, and I, yeah, exactly. So I do blogs and have women around the world share their journeys. Um, and then I'd market them as well. And so that was done on a blog format on a website. Then, um, and then I decided it. So about the same time or the same year that I sold the business, I also in that same time frame was launching my book. So I launched my very first book, which was 50 women um, sharing their journeys around the world. And so if anyone's read Chicken Soup for the Soul, it's similar, but it's, um, it's called Be Inspired. By me, so it's um it's a beautiful book. Two hours of labour of uh, two years, two years I was of labour. I going to say two hours. That's quick. <laughs> no, two years, and um you know it's again it's very similar to what had happened with the selling of the business. I guess I get very excited about things and the energy of what I have. The book was published, and then what? <laughs> yes, that's really funny. So um so I'm going to I'm going to create another one. We're going to do another one on on fifty career changes. So the next, the next, the next. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's a great idea. And that's for everyone. That, that, you know, hopefully I'd like to see that in high schools, but, um, or wherever it goes. Um, but the, yeah, the, the book itself, you know, what does it do? What does the book do? It gives you a little bit of credibility, bit of believability. And there was a lot of love in that. There's a lot of love in there. It was dedicated to my mum, who's not here today. So dedicated to my granddaughter, who's now almost four. So um, yeah, it was it was the same year that you know when she came around. So it was good. It's a it's a lovely book, and, and it's an easy book for anyone to read because it's only two pages to a story. Um, uh, yeah, I love the idea of a career, career change book. I yeah. think um, a lot of people would be really fascinated to hear other people's journeys in that space because as you get older, it gets um, increasingly difficult to even contemplate that change. Yeah, yeah, but there's a lot, you know, you look at, you know, I've, t- I've spoken to 23-year-olds who think that they're getting too old for a career. It's Oh, wow. It's a bit scary. It's a bit scary to, to talk to a 23-year-old who's earning up in central Queensland, you know, earning 80 to 120k because they're in the mines and then how do they change careers because they don't want to do the 12-hour shifts anymore um and they they're concerned you know 23 and 25 so you know what am i going to do you know walked all, i've worked all these years i says you haven't <laughs> <laughs> you've barely worked <laughs> you, can five, you, know, you can have five careers i've just run a social media question out today you know name five Bit, little bit difficult for you, twenty-three-year-olds. But name five industries that you've worked in, and 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 what were those five roles? And it's it's amazing. Read. I'll tag you in it. So it's an amazing. Yeah, do to I'll, enjoy um, it. I've I've probably almost had five. Oh, cool. So we're not going to stick to one. We'll have we'll have more than one. Yes, absolutely. I've got more than one. Right. I do have more than one. I was a recruiter too. Oh, there you go. See, I wouldn't have known that. 
Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm a hairdresser, so no, not many people know that I was a hairdresser. So no, exactly. So the 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 premise of the podcast is about. Um, courageous conversations and they might be conversations that you're having with other people they might be conversations you're having with yourself can you think of um, of a time when you've had to have courageous conversations and how have you actually gone about it and what has been on the other side of that for you really good really good question too Um, probably the sale of the business of actually making it happen you know like actually it really did happen Um, but also the questioning of myself is it me? Is it the business? Why am I feeling this way in July? Because that was July and we sold in October. So, And that's a really good point, isn't it? It's like, what's wrong with me? I've been happy and fulfilled in this business for a really long period of time. What's wrong now? What's wrong with me now? I thought I'd passed my date. I, I, didn't, I didn't know. I just couldn't work it out. You know, and, and questioning myself, was it me? You know, and when I plugged in, and I say plugged in because, my goodness, it was such a plug-in, to the Mindfulness Mastery Coaching, it was, it was the moment it was it was like goosebumps this is this is exactly <laughs> i know this stuff and you know i knew it anyway and and then when i when i plugged into consistent daily ritual of yoga it was just a plug in it was just it, not no different to plugins right so um, i just look at that whole journey you know it, we 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 need an event for some, sometimes we need an event, whether that's a health event, financial event, or a business event, um, for things to change. Unfortunately, for me now, no. It's it's about well, what do I want to do now? Yeah, well, I mean, we don't go to um, you know marriage counselling for an example unless our marriage is in trouble, right? We only do things when when we're in trouble. And they go to career coaches, why? Because of they're stuck in their career, same thing. Yeah, wouldn't it have been amazing, amazing? I was just talking to a guy. We had an interview on Monday in Sydney for a, a, a guy, um, Rob Buse. He does podcasts and he interviewed us. He interviewed both of us on Monday. And he said to me, he wouldn't have known this, he was an Army defence guy for five years, loved the Army, and has had stepped out of the Army. Would you believe he actually – And had, had regrets after he'd stepped out thinking why did I do that and he said in that five years there was no career advisors and he they, if there was a if there was a career advisor available or a career mentor available for him in the defense force in Australia he would have stayed in the industry and he still has regrets um, but very happy with what he's doing now uh, extremely structured guy and um, and he's now a coach as well so it was awesome to listen to his career journey hence again if we were to put this book together which we will then wouldn't that be an amazing story to hear his story he needed a career mentor and there was none around there wasn't one no yeah i've never heard yeah i've never actually heard of anybody who who describes themselves in that way as a career mentor there's career coaches and i think the career coaches are more inclined to to do a lot of psychoanalyzing and take you through other journeys um, we we tend to use a lot of our recruitment background, and again, you know, you know, we are both. Richard's come from a real estate background, had his own office in New Zealand, so we we come from that background. So it's it's we can talk real estate as well if they wanted. I've had a guy today who's fully licensed and came to me and said he's stuck in his career. He got his full license and went to the first office and didn't like it. Now what? Yeah, right. Yeah, he, it's indeed. Again, run his own business eight years, separated, and now he's stuck and I just said to him in the real estate world you were at the wrong office (laughs) clearly clearly at the wrong office so 
We'll have a chat. Yeah, people um, people need to understand that wherever they're working, it needs to align with their values, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But he's had a little bit of a bad run where he's gone somewhere and it hasn't worked and I just said, yeah, we, we need to dig, dig deeper more with him. However, he will, he's he's coming on board with us and, and I'll work with him. So for someone like that, I would probably work with him, say, four sessions, four to five sessions. Um, and we normally get our guys to do, and he's got one, he hasn't joined up yet, but I've given him a, we call a love and loathe list. So give me everything that you like or love and give me everything that you loathe. And just just, just keep just keep writing that list for me and just I don't care if it takes you a week to, to write it, but just keep writing it to me. And I put my guys all through a um, personality profile um, first and normally before they come on board, I like to just sort of send them a profile just to let them sort of gift it to them and then give them their love and loathe and it gets them thinking and puts them into a different headspace. Yeah, it's important. Writing out that love list. Would you believe we have been chatting for half an hour already? I cannot believe it has gone so fast. (laughs) Um, But if anybody um, that's listening wants to get in touch and have a bit more of a chat about what you do or about LinkedIn or whatever it is that you might be able to help them with, how can they reach you? Uh, LinkedIn. (laughs) (laughs) What a good idea. Nikki Taylor, two Ks. Um, yeah, LinkedIn or LME, uh, LME Mentoring. Um, as Richard said to someone the other day, just go on to um, Google and just put our names, you know, Richard Taylor, Nikki Taylor, Mentor, and um, apparently we do come up. And if not, just go straight into LinkedIn and find us on LinkedIn. And my contact details are I'm all over LinkedIn. So um, Facebook's Facebook fine too. We have a Facebook page you can follow. Um, we've got a good following on our Facebook page now. And our website's lifemadeeasy.biz. Life made easy. I love it. Yeah, life made easy. Biz and um, all our packages are in there and contact. We we schedule chats with everyone. It's a free, no charge. It's a discovery call. You get you get more than half an hour. Trust me, um, because I just want to give, give, and give. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you so much. It's been so lovely to chat. Thank you so much for the opportunity. My pleasure, and I will look forward to staying connected. Thanks, Leanne. Okay. Bye bye.